Here's the definition of a great job. Taking on difficult challenges with non-difficult people. As we close up a year and launch into a new one, how do we make sure that that's the equation that we find ourselves in? And how do we make sure we're not the difficult person keeping it from other people? Welcome back to Focus in 5. I'm Kurt Steinhorst, and this is my podcast, where we take five minutes to focus on the hidden influence of attention at work, giving you practical strategies for being more productive, innovative, and above all, focused. It was during the end-of-year leadership retreat at Venus Aerospace that Chris Palmer, our Senior Director of Corporate Strategy, said to the whole group that what he loves about his job is that it's taking on difficult challenges with non-difficult people. And I haven't stopped thinking about it because I frankly don't think that there's a better definition of a great job. And I'd venture so far as to say we all agree. I mean, there are a few people who think an ideal job is one where you don't have to do it. But for most of us, we get bored if there wasn't a real challenge set in front of us that we had to actually overcome. And the question that I'm asking myself as I've thought more and more about this is why is work so often so miserable? because people are so difficult. And even more like, what makes someone difficult? Because I've very seldom met someone who actually thinks that they're the difficult person in the equation. This actually brought me back to my favorite chapter in Can I Have Your Attention, which was the last one. And in hindsight, while I wanted to end on a strong note, I think about the reality that no one finishes books (laughs) that maybe I should have put it at the very front. Uh, but the chapter is called Undercurrent, and it, it's really engaging the question of like what's underneath the culture and the experience people have that, that so fundamentally drives our attention and our ability to focus in the right directions. And it's on the very last page of the book that I quote a paragraph from Edwin Friedman's book called A Failure of Nerve that I think really answers the heart and the foundation of the difference between a leader who's difficult and someone who's not. So, I want to share that with you. He writes, Every experienced boater knows that when one is docking or pulling away from the dock, all efforts to try to overcome wind and current by simply trying harder generally do not work. Mother Nature wins most contests of will, unless one has very great amounts of power at hand. Experienced sailors have learned that far better than fighting those natural forces is to position oneself so that they will, in their own natural way, aid rather than frustrate one's intent. How then does one go with the flow and still take the lead? Answer. By positioning oneself in such a way that the natural forces of emotional life carry one in the right direction. The key to that positioning is the leader's own self-differentiation, by which I mean his or her own capacity to be a non-anxious presence, a challenging presence, a well-defined presence, and a paradoxical presence. Differentiation is not about being coercive, manipulative, reactive, pursuing, or invasive, but being rooted in the leader's own sense of self rather than focused 
on that of his or her followers. And that's the end of it. We can create a long list of what we need leaders to be. It's better to have someone who's humble rather than someone who's arrogant. It's better to have someone who's confident rather than someone who's insecure. But all of those are hinting at a more fundamental reality that being a non-difficult person, working on difficult challenges, is rooted in our own health, our own emotional awareness, our own ability to know where we start, where we're strong, where we are weak. It fundamentally is how well do we know ourselves and how comfortable are we in our own skin. Perhaps there's no greater gift as we enter the holidays that you can give to the people who work alongside and with and above you than doing the real deep work of actually becoming more self-aware, more internally aware, so that the external forces don't have so much power over you. Before we go, if you liked what you heard, please rate me wherever you get your podcasts. And if you think that friends and colleagues would benefit from being a little more focused, send them a link to this podcast or go to my website, focuswise.com. Till next time, this is Kurt Steinhorst reminding you that it only takes five minutes to find your focus.